Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we try and make some sense of the things we love about photography and some of the things we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you going? Really good. I'm caffeinated, I'm sugared, and uh, I'm ready to roll. Excellent. Looking well too. Like you. Thanks, yeah. Yeah, so you've been obviously at doing a few things and yeah had a great weekend had um had kind of a series of birthday parties to go to so it was a relaxing weekend with no work for a change although okay. I'm paying for it today with catch up yes yeah so that, yeah that does happen unfortunately <laughs> it does. Terry I think we're talking about today is that the concept that photography is all around us like mm. we're we're completely immersed in it we are we're, we're kind of surrounded by imagery and if we think about what type of imagery that is it's predominantly photography isn't it well, it is. It's everywhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I just thought this morning when I got up that, you know, I got up, I turned the TV on, the first thing there was, there was pictures of uh, Prince Philip. Historical pictures. Uh, historical yeah. pictures and that type of stuff. So yep. they're showing his life and that type of stuff. Yeah, and, right. And so it was interesting because I just see that and then I walk to the pantry and then he, there's the packets of cereals with pictures of, you know, an Iron Man on the <laughs> Newsroom box and then there's... Coco, Mr. Frosty, whatever his yeah, name is. Well, well, no, well he's, not, he's, not a, he's not a photo. He's kind of oh, a... He's a cartoon, isn't he's he? He's a cartoon graphic. But, <laughs> but there's there's actually people on some of the, the yeah. packets of cereal. Yeah, and if there's not photographs of people, there's usually photographs of the particular product that you're like about to, to Yeah, like tomato soup. Ingest. Yeah. Yeah, it was like yeah. The, the cans of big red tomato soup there from Heinz and... Yep. Yeah, you know, they got the bowl of soup, which is a photo. Mm-hmm. And, and it's Serving suggestion with ingredients. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. Talking marks. So it's kind of like now mm. it'd be very difficult in your daily life to escape photography, not to mm. encounter any photography. Because if you have a think about what you do first thing in the morning, if you're not turning on the television, that's quite an old school concept these days. So yes. you're logging into any number of social platforms. You could be logging into Instagram or Facebook to check out what's happened in the world, TikTok even. TikTok's yes. more, I guess, I'm, I'm not a TikTok person, but I, I, from what I understand, it's video yes. related. But Facebook and Instagram... It's not just flooded with video, but it's flooded with imagery. Yes. And photographs. And quite often there's the throwback photos that'll say, you know, memories. So yeah, which I love. Yeah, so <laughs> these great. this is from nine years ago. Terry, this was you eating birthday cake. <laughs> so it's like there we it's in our face, like everywhere yeah. you go. And then, then you get in the car and you start driving and there's advertising mm-hmm. and the advertising is mainly photography. Mm. And, and so it's really we're kinda like as a society now, like mm. we're wrapped in photography. Yeah, we are. But and do you think that that also changes our value on it or our relationship in any way, shape or form or it makes us maybe desensitised to the fact that we're surrounded by imagery? I, I think it has changed our relationship, how yeah. we how we see photography, how we consume photography because mm-hmm. if you think back to, say, in the 1950s yeah, and if you went to the pantry and you pulled out packets of different breakfast cereals, be super clever graphic. They were, they were graphics. Kind of work, yeah. Yeah, there was great fonts. Great fonts, yep. great colours, mm-hmm. but they weren't photographs. No. So, and then a lot of products never had photographs. I mean, the printing technology probably was not maybe around to do mm. it, but I mean, they did print magazines. So, you yeah. had, so really pick up a magazine, whether it be the, yeah. you know, the local 
TV Weekly or yeah. Woman's Day or one of those mags. But a lot of those, the articles would be supported by graphic work, so by cartoonists or yes. artists. Yes, and that's or... right. They weren't always – it wasn't always 100% photographs. Yeah. But, but there was a lot of photographs there as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. And the other place, I suppose, where people had contact with photos was through the family photo album. Mm, mm. So that was the thing where – so photography was kind of a – a small part of people's lives, I think, yeah. back then. And do you think also because of the the changes and I guess the the way that things have evolved over time, do you feel that the styles of our photography has completely changed as well? well if you I, compare I think, it with the fifties, well, I think so. I mean, look look at things like selfie, right? <laughs> Prefer so, not to, so, but yeah. So, well, I mean, look, <laughs> it was always talked about, you know, like even painters did self portraits, yes. So they'd paint a picture of themselves, but. And then some of the great photographers did self-portraits. They did. But the average Joe photographer didn't do a self-portrait. No. It was always mum and the kids and uh-huh. it's a birthday or uh-huh. it's, it's a special occasion. It's, you yeah. know, top thing, get yeah. get the old, you know, um, box brownie out and uh-huh. put a roll of one, 127 film in it. Do you remember the old timers that used to <laughs> actually be like a kitchen yeah. timer on the top of the top camera? Top of the camera is yeah. the, the self-timer. <laughs> ding, <laughs> ding, and get the get the get the... the you know, the picture for the for mm. the family album. Yeah. So it's really interesting how it, photography has gone from this thing that was a small part of people's lives mm. to now to be a major part of it. And, and so a lot of the things, everything we're kind of, I mean, how we dress, I mean, influences everything. Mm. How you eat, mm-hmm. like some of the food you'll see because you'll see, oh, that looks good. Well, like, yeah, wow, like a really good of example of that is I went to a restaurant on the weekend and because of the COVID situation, which I find this is an amazing um, a way forward for restaurants, is we could actually sit at our table. We didn't have to leave to order or pay for our meal. Yes. We scanned a QR code yep. and the menu came up on our phones. Yep. And the great thing about that menu was that it came with photographs of the food. Yes. Because one thing I always do is I check out the food that comes past me so I'm a visual eater. <laughs> I'll have what they're having. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but thankfully this time I could check out every meal by the photograph that was associated with that item. So I chose according to the imagery that I saw. Yes. So how that that's such a powerful selling tool. Well, it is because, you know, a lot of places you go to and you read them the menu and all have this is you know such and such I want to such. see what that looks like I, and then know. sometimes you go what's because sometimes they'll use a, fran- a fancy word to mm-hmm. describe potato or mm-hmm. something else there'll be oh okay. when you can see what it is you go mm. oh yeah okay that's a, mm. like a potato gratin or something whatever yeah. It is. So, yeah I had that the day before gosh it sounds like all I've done a weekend is eat and quite honestly it, it kind of is but the day before I went on a, a boat cruise and that was a, a a lunch for a friend's birthday and we didn't know what one of the menu items was so one of the girls actually googled googled it, yep. googled it and it was just a fancy word for a sandwich <laughs> we were like <laughs> oh it's a chicken sandwich a chicken we all made sandwich. bets on what it was yes. and then we looked at the picture so yes. once again it's food related sorry people you can see where my brain's wired to but you know both of those situations I made purchases that were were valued on what the images were that's it really that was my motivation it's like yeah that looks good i'm going to purchase that well yeah the old adage you know pictures worth a thousand words Mm. so a lot of people that's the saying so from from that picture you got all the all the cues you need to decide whether that was something you want to eat yeah you could see what was on the plate yeah how it was how it was presented yeah and i think sometimes too like that's 
you know, you sell the sizzle, not the sausage. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like if something looks really, really well presented, yeah, it might taste very bland, but yeah. if it looks good, you go, oh, that looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. I want to eat it. Yeah, oh, my goodness. I, I, <laughs> I'm a foodie for sure because I go to cafes based on their Instagram profile and the yes. images that they put up. Of what they're cooking and whatnot. It's got to sound terrible. I'm really not that's, that's that all obsessed Terry. with food. That's all Terry does all day. She sits here and goes, hmm, it's getting near lunchtime. Well, what am I going to eat? I, I need to stalk a few <laughs> local cafes. It's all right. I won't, won't bother paying rent this week. I'm going to go out for lunch five times. <laughs> it's terrible. So. But also if you think about it as well, so we were talking a moment ago about the selfies and yes. how photographs in the 1950s were very different. If we have a look at the style of family portraiture since the 50s right up until now, I, I I think it's fair to say that the style of that has absolutely dramatically changed. Well, you know? I think what what used to happen with the, the family portraits was it was your Sunday best. <laughs> it was like, you know, seriously, it was like these clothes are for going out. They're really mm. you're going out mm. clothes. So people would dress in clothes that they not normally would wear. Mm-hmm. Whereas now when you do family pop, people will just rock up in the stuff that they wear every day and they're comfortable with. Mm, so mm. It's, more, it's more representative of real life, of real life yeah. I think. Yeah, and I feel also the photographic style has changed, whereas in the 50s it would be very posed, very yes. poised kind of um, uh, kind of setup for yes. the families. It would be in a really, you know, it could be in a really beautiful garden or a nice setup. Yep. It could be in a, you know, families. Weddings and whatnot would be the only opportunity for them to have photographs. They would get one chance to get that right. So those kids would be smacked around if they didn't. Sorry. We don't condone that affects any anyone because violence. violence is not on children. But <laughs> I remember getting in a lot of trouble as a kid if we decided to pull if faces. You, if you mucked up during a photo session. Yeah, oh, back yeah. in those film days. It's like <laughs> you get three shots and you're in a lot of trouble if you don't smile, kids. Like yes. I have very, very quite strong memories of that. <laughs> but nowadays, you know, when we do family portraiture, it's very relaxed. It's more a natural process. I know there's a lot of photographers out there that focus now on doing lifestyle or documentary yes. style family portraiture. And and you you brought that in a bit of an element too because mm. you've invited pets and things along, which mm. are part of people's family. So that, and that's kind of like an environmental portrait yeah. showing them what the family, what they're about. Well, I have to say that's my child. My child has four legs and fur. Yep. I don't have a human child and I don't think I ever will. But, yeah. you know, it's it's incorporating those different family styles as well, isn't it, I guess? Well, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, what is a family today? Because mm. back in the 50s and, and the 60s, I suppose, families were fairly well defined uh-huh. um, to what made a family up. Yeah. Today it's like it's very different. Yeah. So you've got blended families. Um, yeah. You've got, you know, same-sex partner families. Yep. You've got a whole range of different types of families. So the world's yeah. kind of... Everybody gets represented these days, yeah. which is awesome. Which which is great. And everyone can bring their own kind of spin to it. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely think you're right. Photography styles have changed. And I think they have changed because photography is all around us. Mm. That, mm. We're, that we're, we're not kind of just seeing photography as a one one thing anymore we're absolutely evolving mm. so if if you think about it as well you know that imagery style we're really we're almost taking that next step next step into capturing video yes in the way that we normally would photography as well because well you talked you touched on tiktok yeah so tiktok it is that, video so it's, it's it, video they're really short videos mm. and instagram's adopted the um the stories the stories and, and like the concept of reels, reels and, and igtv yep. and the likes and to be honest i don't know very much about it and i i've i've not deep dived into it but from what i can see and what i can tell by talking to others is that that 
that type of platform or that type of media, sorry, is becoming increasingly popular and it's getting more reach and more attention than static images these days. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's something to consider going forward. Like well, I th- well, I think this, you think about this, a static image, you'll gaze at it, mm-hmm. you'll quickly scan the image and look at mm. what's interesting, what's not interesting, mm. and then it's kind of gone. But, yeah. But with a video... So you scan it and mm-hmm. something happens, and but it's moving. So something mm-hmm. else is happening. So you mm-hmm. kind of, oh, what's going to happen next? Mm. It's It's got that appeal to be able to draw you in. Yeah. And, and we talked about a little bit earlier, but we were just talking about YouTube. And yeah. you said the ability for YouTube, like for yeah. you to, to watch it and just yeah. want to keep watching videos. So yeah. vi- video is naturally addictive. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And I was watching some some video clips on the weekend because I, I don't watch television often at home. I prescribe to, you know, um, like Stan and Binge, but predominantly YouTube. That's where I get a lot of my my entertainment from yes. for yep. video. And Is that cat, cat yeah. videos? <laughs> cat videos and dog videos. Don't show Benny. <laughs> He'd be so jealous. Benny is Terry's little dog. <laughs> Walter <laughs> Jeffrey, the Frenchie, is, is, is possibly my weakness. <laughs> but, you know, I'm on there watching things about fan life. I'm watching mini video tutorials because I've realised that I do need to start learning a little bit about video. Whether yes. I do it or not, I'd still like to know a bit more about it. Yep. So maybe that's our next step forward, understanding a little bit more about video as a media. And I think that one of the things moving forward is, particularly with the younger generation, video is a tool they use a lot, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So they've already miles ahead of us as far as embracing video as a way to communicate mm. or way to express themselves is that they're making these videos, the TikToks and the, the reels and those types of things. And, you know, they've just embraced it. Yeah. And it's because I suppose too, you can tell so much more in a short space of time. I mean, a, a thir- or you can fabricate so much oh, well, more. You can. <laughs> but, but I mean, in a 30 second video, you can actually pack so much information into a 30 second. If you watch what they do with ads, mm. very cleverly, there's a lot of information in that ad. Yeah. That's for 30 seconds that you're going to take away, you know, these different points from the ad. So, I mean, yeah, look, it's been. Interesting watching, I suppose, what's happened with photography and just yeah. seeing how it's exploded. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of reasons why photography is so prevalent in society today is because yeah. it's so easy to create. Yeah, it it's, is. I mean, if you back think back to when we were talking about the 50s and 60s, to create an image, you actually had to create lots of images. You need to have a bit of a skill set. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people were quite often frustrated when they tried to take photos and it didn't work. Yeah. So they just, I won't do that again, it's just too hard, it didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. And I think people have become a little bit more patient, haven't they, with the with the f- techniques and the likes. There's so many more automated functions, I guess, or, you know, we've got technology that make it a lot more simpler for us. You know, if we're all still shooting film, I don't think there would be nearly as many if people the, out there taking photographs at all. And I, I don't know that photography would have... Exploded got, the way got, it has. That's right. Exploded yeah. or got to the level it is in society. Yeah. Without digital. Yeah, absolutely. And if you think about the platforms that have been used for our imagery these days, you know, magazine print is is nowhere near as popular as it once was. Yeah. How? When was the last time you bought a magazine? Well, yeah, can't tell you. See, we're all looking at digital media now, and for 
for every type of content that we're we're wanting to absorb. So I guess it, I guess maybe the next question is where are we looking at all of this imagery? We're like you know we're surrounded by photography, but where is it? It's it's well, on our social platforms. Well, it's, it's every like I said, it's on the billboards. Yeah. It's but even like on your car screens these days for the music like there's pictures of album covers coming up yeah yeah good point spotify you've got mm, spotify there yeah, you go yeah you've got your album covers and stuff i used to love looking at the artwork on album covers well it was interesting because that's i mean again it there's it a good connection when you see those those images on the spotify yeah and that's something that we never had when we had really had CDs or, or records we didn't have that you had the physical cover yeah if you're playing in the car yeah you didn't see it. On my Apple Play screen, you know, it'll bring up if I'm playing something, it'll be that information will be there. Yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? Mm. Wow. And that that's where the, I think imagery is hidden. Like we don't. It's be- almost become subliminal, hasn't it? Yeah. I think it looked, has gone a little bit subliminal that we just, it's in the background. We don't, don't always see it. Yeah. You know, if we, we kind of, like I said, take a conscious like photo audit each day and look at, I mean, if you tried to even calculate how many images you see in a day, I don't know. It's a really interesting concept to actually have a bit of a clicker with you and maybe count how many images you see Every time you see a a different unique image that you count it, yeah. It would be a very interesting exercise for someone to actually do, wouldn't it? Like oh a little, little little research project. Is anyone out there prepared to do it for us? Yeah, <laughs> I'm go, curious. Go see how, <laughs> yeah, from the time you wake up, to the time you go to sleep, how many still images have you actually seen in your life? Getting on the bus, getting on the train, Searching driving, social media. driving in the car, you know, going past what's on the side of the road, those types of things. But even in your own house, as you're walking around, there's, there's probably more photos up on the wall. It's so interesting. Yeah, it is. I'm kind of looking around the room at the moment and it's, you know, you've got some packaging in the in the room that we're in at the moment and there is some photographs on the packaging. Yes, and, and there's, you know, the, down the front of the showroom, there's lots of, even like there's boxes up there. With, yeah, you've got equipment boxes that have got, you know, photographs of the equipment on the front. and Yes. So, so much. <laughs> well, yeah, and look, and I think back in the day, if that, were, if that was 50 years ago, that box wouldn't have that. It would have a graphic of a camera or something on yeah, it. Yeah, it absolutely would. Not an actual photo of the yeah. actual camera. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's a it's a concept, like I said, I think we take it for granted mm. how much we're immersed in photography. We don't actually fully kind of, I suppose, you mm. know, sit there and think about it. It just happens. And, and because it's happened progressively, progressively time, we haven't. Like it's not something we've consciously gone out as a society and go, let's make as many images as we possibly can and get them in front of so many people. Mm. There's just been so many changes to technology and the way we share images. And mm. I think that's that's the big thing, that the fact that you can, you know, you can pick up a device, you can take a picture and you can just share that with as many people as you wish. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think if you look at what's coming through now in some of the camera technology, the cameras are becoming more connected with apps and different things. Uh-huh. So I think that's going to be the future is you're going to see people are going to be able to even share more images mm. easier because manufacturers have recognised that people like doing this. Yeah. So if you create something, what's the point of having it on you? On your camera, if you're never going to, no one else is going to see it. So why don't make it so people can see it? 
Yeah, it's true. Work, work out a way to do it, you know. So, I mean, I think all the manufacturers are all looking at how can they do that. Yeah. But even thinking, I'm looking at your wallet there and the you could get on your credit card. You can get photographs on them now. You can get photographs on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So you can get your family on there. Yeah, There's and that, all... that's been available for years. I remember yeah. photographing a family probably 10 plus years ago and they put one of the photographs on their credit card that I yep. took. I still remember so, that, yeah. So every time they went ching, ching, ka-ching, they thought it <laughs> <laughs> It was a gorgeous picture of their daughter. It was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So so people have put that value on the on images as well. Like, I mean, that, that, that you'd take a, an image and you'd go and put it on a credit card. Yeah. And, and that's something that's not even kind of you'd think about, you know, that people would necessarily – but, I mean, the bank have obviously seen a – Market for a placing market. imagery on well, their well, car. Well, <laughs> trying to, I suppose, make people stylize the credit card around their family. Like it's interesting. Yeah. Or is it a way to emotionally connect well, with, ma- their, well, <laughs> with their look, spending? Who, who knows the, 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 you know, the site behind it because it could just be that, that, you know, this Gosh, could it's, be. It's so many things, isn't it? Because you, you could create a credit card and you could, or a bank account and have the card attached to it on what you're planning on buying with the money yes. that you're saving with that card, like, card, yep. like you know. You just keep to me, it would be the tiny house on the front of the card <laughs> in the hope that I don't touch it because you need a lot of money for those things these days. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder if that was the thinking behind it. Uh, look, it could have been. And look, we're seeing a lot of stuff's personalized now with photos. You can get, you know, on your. Your mouse pad, you know, you can get a photo of, of Benny, mm. you know. Um, I've got Benny on a T-shirt that I got made in Splendor. It's been probably 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's so easy now. So it's virtually it's so easy to put a photograph on anything. Yeah. Yeah, you know, on cups, on yeah. plates, on you name it, you can get someone to print a photograph on something. Yeah. So, so there's so many mediums that you can actually, I suppose, enjoy a photograph. And we've actually even seen like some photographs out in public where they've been put onto like metal plate, mm-hmm. so it's like a process where it is a, kind of like a monolithic type image, but yeah, you might be in some historical points that I have a picture of the kind of person who discovered it or something. No wonder we're so tired at the end of the day. We've just been completely bombarded with photos with stimulation from photo like all over the place. Well, I, I just wondered, is there going to be a point in time where we're actually we're like we want to detox from photos? Do you think you ever get to the point where you just don't want to see another photo? Oh, Terry, I just do not want to see another portrait. I do not want to see another picture of a cat. <laughs> you know, is it? I don't know. Is it going to get to that point that people are going to actually get to like overload? Picture overload. I think so. I, you know, but I think that'd be a very personal decision. I don't think it would be a societal decision. I yeah. feel that a lot of us, I say us, like I'm part of a collective that's starting to move away from it. But I think a lot of people are starting to feel quite exhausted by the bombardment of imagery and video yeah. and and social content. But I, I probably think what's going to happen is that people do like personalising stuff. That mm. I think that that will continue to happen where people will personalise items close mm-hmm. to them with imagery that connects them or, or imagery that makes them feel good. Yeah. So like you said, like the picture of the daughter on the credit yeah. card. Yeah. So I think we're going to see, you know, people are going to continue to kind of use photography in that particular way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, look, I mean, you can think about these things and head can just go to all these different places Yeah. when you start kind of thinking about imagery and how we use it, how we consume it. Yeah whether it's, you know, it's good or bad. So 
Do you think this has been good for photographers that imagery is so prolific in the society? Mm. Where it's cheapened it to the point now where it's just such everywhere. Like it's not, it's like, I suppose it's like some things when, when there's a lot of stuff around, like the value goes down. I think it's a really personal opinion with this one. And I sit on both sides of the fence and at the end of the end of kind of both thought processes, I think it comes, still comes down to how much you value yourself as a photographer and how much you're willing yep. to kind of put, I guess this is going down a very different route, but it's like, you know, when you say cheapening photography and lowering the value, I think we also still need to be mindful that we are, at the end of the day, when you're a paid professional photographer, that's exactly what you are and you're the one that sets your price and your yep. value. And yes, I, I agree with it that it's kind of everywhere and that it does potentially lessen the value because it is so available and so ready at hand. Yep. But that's why you've got to be That's right. a master at your skill. That's right. Because you have to create, you have to value add. That's right. So if you value add to anything, I, you, you can sell it. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I think in that respect, it's not cheapening it. I think it's enforcing the fact that. I think photographers have to work harder to sell right. it. Yeah. So you have to yeah. get more. You have to get more creative in your approach. Yep. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a great thing. No, I think it's, it's, it's teaching us to be resilient. It's teaching us to be adaptable to our times. Yep. And it's it's also providing us with the challenges to still be excited about our craft. Yep. So what I say to people is enjoy the fact that we're we're still getting paid. <laughs> but but, <laughs> no, but enjoy love. the fact that there's so much great there is so much great imagery out there and yeah. we still can enjoy it. Yeah. And let's hope we never get to a point where we stop enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, I love looking at other people's photos. Oh, I do as well. I get you so know? many great ideas. Yeah, and you, I get you look at it and go, so oh, wow, that's cool. Or, or, or you just like, you know, the colours or, yep. or or just the, the outlook or. It might be something so different to what you would have done, yeah, a completely different approach. And the value of being bombarded by imagery and having photography everywhere around us keeps us creative. Yes. So, yeah, there's lots of, there's lots of argues against and lots of arguments for. Yep. But at the moment, I'm sitting on the side that says it's great. Excellent. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation about photographies all around us. We'd love to hear your comments on everything and we love your messages as well, don't we, Terry? We do. We've had some great ones again. Yeah, once. fantastic. Yeah. People, people reach out to us and we yep. love, love that. And also, if you follow us, then you won't miss um, a single episode. So we put a few out there now, haven't we? There's a lot. There's a big pack catalogue now, so you can go back and buy <laughs> a lot. So. Terry, yeah. until next time. Chat soon. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this edition of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did so, leave us a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a future show, drop that in the comments as well. And just remember, the next photo you take could be your best yet. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.